about both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. Lovely 19-year-old Jessica Simpson. Coming oh. up, Ashley Simpson right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ashley and Jessica cast. We are back. Hello everyone. Today we had troubleshooting. <laughs> we had our own little Ashley SNL moment, but we are back and better than ever. Yeah, because we were having some audio issues, which is normal because we don't have audio engineering degrees, unlike someone. Yes. So <laughs> thankfully, our tech support, aka my boyfriend, Chris, was able to come through and solve our issues for us. So now we can continue to provide you the highest audio with your Ashley Jessica content. That was really intuitive for you to pick someone who would know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so we have big news, people. <clears throat> Not only did an incredibly monumental thing in history happen, which is that Ashley Simpson had another baby, but we also have a new president. Mr. Joe Biden. Thank God. Seriously? <laughs> I think as a collective, for I could I think confidently could speak for our listeners that we're all just taking a deep sigh of relief. Yes. Now we can watch Newlyweds in Peace. Yeah, seriously. We won't be so worried about everybody in the world. We can just calm down. <laughs> we're just gonna spray our fancy perfume and Oh my gosh, yes. Well what's the, doesn't she have different versions of fancy? It's like fancy Miami or whatever. I think so. Oh, I'm not sure with them off the top of my head. I'm she hate, has new versions of it, right? Yeah, I hate to admit it, but like I like Britney's fragrances a little bit more. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Jessica, I'm so sorry. No, you're... they're good. They're great. It's just <laughs> I think it's just with my body's chemistry. I know, but Jessica has better. trauma from her childhood with Britney. That was very insensitive. <laughs> We're just gonna edit that out later. <laughs> Jessica, your perfume is great. We love it. It is great. It is great. No, no, no. I just Oh yeah, this one says Fancy love. So there's Ooh. fancy for women. There's fancy love. There's Jessica Simpson's signature. Mm -hmm. That one I have smelled, and I think that one I had for a while, but like, I just, I rotate out fragrances pretty easily. It's mm -hmm. like right now the one I have is, or I can't even say it's Britney. It's like the Britney knockoff, but oh. like it smells just as good. Because before that I was using the Katy Perry one, but like the bottle was obnoxious and like, yeah, I don't like, know how to explain it. It's, it's like, like a cat. No, it's like shaped like a heart almost, uh -huh. but it's like also like, oh yeah. yeah, 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 I've seen that. Okay, she also has fancy girl, and I fancy you. That's cute. 
and I think fancy nights. Ooh. I'm ready for some fancy nights. Now yeah. that Joe is going to be in the White House, it's going to be better. It's time to put on our finest Dapper Day outfits and oh my get gosh. ready. <laughs> yes, I I should dress up for the inauguration. I'm going to dress up like Jackie. That way, I'll look amazing. And I'm not going, but no. from here, I'll support Joe. Exactly, my vibes. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Today we are talking about episode two of newlyweds called the dancers but first we thought we would get into some other things that are going on with jessica and ashley so we can update you on the latest news so with ashley and jessica as we said before ashley had her baby boy ziggy very we have another heir to the throne (laughs) so now we have six offspring to the uh, simpson empire which is just great they must be so happy like the grandparents I think so. I think they would be. Is anything else going on? I feel like there hasn't been much news. No, it was just Ashley's pregnancy. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, she gave birth to a healthy baby boy. So that's what's great. Mm -hmm. But we could talk about news from 2003. (laughs) That's (laughs) the more important news. Yes. So weird but true. Um, (laughs) A Kansas meat lover has made history by being the first person to eat a hamburger in each of the state's 105 counties. Wow. (laughs) That is big. It was a slow news day. Um, Also... Oh my goodness. So the other one, uh, the another big news story was with the second anniversary of 9-11, uh, only three weeks away, TV networks had planned nearly no special programming to commemorate the events of that day. Um, CBS just re-aired the 60 Minutes interview from 2002 uh, with George W. Bush, but a lot of other TV networks and things didn't do anything uh, to honor that day they were worried about the competition from newlyweds probably um yeah like i know friends was going to initially do a episode that was revolving around them like central perk and then like they find out finding out what happened but they wrote the episode i don't believe that they filmed it but they ended up scrapping it feeling like they didn't want to put something out that might be insensitive Um, i don't think they officially filmed it yeah i don't think so either yeah because I think I remember them saying something about how ultimately they just didn't feel comfortable doing anything other than a really dramatic episode, yeah. you know, and it's friends, so it's supposed to be funny, and they also didn't feel comfortable, like, inserting little jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, like, sometimes on Friends, when they deal with, like, a serious topic, they'll have a joke always at the end before they cut you know yeah so they definitely i think that was just in good taste you know like obviously they wouldn't have done anything too malicious or just distasteful but like you said it's it's a pretty serious subject so how do you really show that they're kind of making light of it yeah you know Uh, especially since friends does take place in new york yeah and they and and in the village very close it would have been really sad and you know i think it probably i mean maybe it would have been cathartic yeah but it also would have been weird to see them also like seriously distraught not just like oh my dad's in the hospital but like yeah you know know, where it's like phoebe's pregnancy where like that was pretty funny and it was like she was carrying her brother's baby and everyone's just kind of like what but at the same time like that's very fitting for phoebe (laughs) 
So Well, I feel like anytime something dramatic was going on in Friends, they would use it as a reason why Rachel and Ross might get back together. That's also very <laughs> that true. That probably wouldn't have been great. <laughs> like 9-11 going on. Yeah. But I know that they did their way of kind of honoring it was wearing um, FDNY shirts and stuff in certain scenes. Right. But they didn't mention it. I know Sex in the City also was talking about, because they both, Sex in the City and Friends ended just a couple months apart. Oh, okay. And I remember them talking about were they going to address it too, and they didn't. So Got it. Yeah, just bringing that up because um, it was news at the time, but also 9-11's what brought Jessica and Nick back together. Oh, so. yes, yes. The one good part of that day. <laughs> Yes, and then the last kind of fun or and notable news that wasn't as bad as the hamburger guy um, <laughs> was that the uh, Gabe White, who was scheduled to be an addition to the Yankees bullpen, uh, he was supposed to be the pitcher for another team, but he ended up becoming part of the Yankees. So good for him. Yeah. We love the Yankees over we here. We do. Yeah, we're New Yorkers, so, of yeah, course. <laughs> definitely. So but, <clears throat> yeah, so that was the news of the time. Do What about the songs? Okay, so songs, since we discussed the top five last week, um, it's pretty much the same. Crazy in Love, Beyonce, Chingy, Right There, Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly. Um, right, PM, so we P50 might not... Cent. Yeah, we might not do this every week then, because... A lot of them are going to be the same. Right. <laughs> but um, the top five songs, uh, other songs that were hits at the time was It's Five O'Clock Somewhere, Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. Um, the number one alternative song was Faint by Linkin Park. Uh, the number one dance track was Sunrise by Simply Red. And the number one song in the UK was Breathe by Blue Contral featuring Sean Paul. Oh my gosh. I love Sean Paul still. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember Blue Cantrell's other song. Hit him up style. Yes. Love that. Oh my God. <laughs> she was like, I'm not dealing with this guy anymore. No. Spend all of his money. Exactly. Just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what else are you supposed to do at that point in a relationship? I'd love to know. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> so, oh, oh yes. what about the movies? Movies was the same. Um, the only like big movie that had come out at the time was Lilo and Stitch, the second one, Stitch Has a Glitch. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, the movies that were kind of coming out close to it or like slightly after was like The Cheetah Girls, which is another Disney movie. It was pretty slow for like movies that were actually in theaters at the time. Yeah. Because um, I feel like at that point, we're kind of transitioning out of the big summer blockbusters that were already discussed last uh, episode. and then Bad Boys of, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, transitioning into fall and more spooky movies. But unfortunately, there wasn't a Scream movie released in 2003. Why? I'll never know. Yeah. I mean, I guess they needed to have a break in between three and four so that four had the buildup that it did. <laughs> this is true. I love those movies. <laughs> okay, so should we get into episode two? Yes. The dancers. So this was a very controversial episode because Jessica was very jealous. Jessica was very jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's interesting to note, like the episode starts and Jessica's at getting uh, into the car and she just, and this is like the opening line of the episode where she's like, you can get in the habit of getting the door for me. And she says it to Nick. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of like, I feel like really sets the tone of (laughs) the rest of the episode. 
Yeah, well, then he, I remember that they went to Baja Fresh, and he smelled like onions. That's right. So she was like, ew, you stink. And she said something like, oh, if you didn't eat raw onion as much, you would get kissed more. And he yeah. was like, well, I'm not going to miss out on a great meal yeah, for a kiss. Yeah, his exact quote was, I'm not going to blow a good meal for a kiss. And I'm like, sir, that's your wife. Oh, stink. Baja Fresh is just too much onion. You know you can get it without onions. Always ask you to do that. You know you'll get more kisses. I'm not gonna blow a good meal for a kiss. Oh my Stop. god. How many guys were watching that from home like, oh, I wish I could be with her, <laughs> you know? And he's just like, mm. Yeah. But this episode, uh, Nick is auditioning dancers for his music video and also for live performance um, at the USO. Um, so they're performing for troops. Mm-hmm. So it's a concert that they do every year, I think, to entertain them for free since they deserve it. They really do. Um, we support the troops. Always. Here at the Ashley and Jessica cast. <laughs> we support everyone except for the annoying orange. Moving forward. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Jessica made a comment that she should like stop in and then Nick kind of replies like, oh, well, this isn't a casting couch situation, uh, which which it doesn't have to be no. for her to be concerned. No one's saying that it's a casting couch, Nick. Yeah. Don't be gross. And then, like, Jessica kind of, it cuts to her in um, the confessional type thing where she, like, she knows that Nick adores her with all of his heart, but she also knows that these girls adore Nick. The jealousy that I experience is just a natural jealousy that anybody in my shoes would feel. I know he adores me. It's not that. It's just the fact that I know people adore him. <laughs> Well, you know what? She, I think she says something in this episode that a lot of people say when they're jealous, which I think is stupid, where they'll say, oh, I'm not worried about my spouse. Like, I trust them. I'm worried about the girls. Right. And it's like, well, it takes two people to cheat. Exactly. So even if the girls are literally attacking him <laughs> with, like... He can just, like, stick his arm out and be like, please <laughs> go away. Yeah. So it's... You're, that's just something to say to make it seem like you trust your partner, but you really don't. Because if I am like going after a guy who has a wife, it's he can say, please leave me alone. I'm married. So then it's like, are you saying that they're going to you're worried about them getting him to a point where he's just so yeah, cause then, tempted and turned on that he can't stop. It's like, okay. Right. Because then, then if you're getting to that point, then no, you don't trust them because you know there's a possibility they will get to that point and just kind of give in. There's Yeah, there's just this narrative that men are just like animals. And I feel like it's in every movie that... You know, there's always, like, some sexy girl getting out of a car, and then there's, like, a slow-mo of a guy, like, dropping his jaw. And then, like, the wind blowing in her hair, and, like... Yeah, and he, like, can't move or do anything, and... Is that... That's not really how it is, though. Like, that's not really how it is. Let's, let's stop pushing that narrative, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, that there's that scene where Nick's mom and stepdad are there. Right. And, first of all, he farts and Jessica, like, scolds him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Nick. It's just sexy. That's what it's Nick! <laughs> Excuse him. Sorry. Uh, which, whatever. I don't know how you feel about farting loudly in front of everyone in the room. So, that's a story I'll tell you off mic. Um, I don't do it. Like, I will try and remove myself from the situation because, one, no one needs to smell that. And, two, it's just common courtesy. Um, but, yeah, I was in a situation where, like, 
I couldn't really like go and like I wanted to die. I was so mortified. Like it just happened and yeah. Right. Well, Nick doesn't seem to mind. He's like, it's fine. But I wonder if um, Jessica farts that loud in front of Nick. I think Jessica's burps are as loud as Nick's farts. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I I'm I'm more grossed out when someone burps out loud than farts. Yeah. For some reason, like if someone farts, I don't really care. Not that I'm like, mad if they burp, but I feel like burping is more gross to hear, like right next to you. Yeah, I think it's just because like it's closer to your ears, so it sounds louder than what it really is. Yeah, and I feel like with farting, the louder the fart is, like the less it smells. That's true. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always like when you heard nothing that you like need to leave the room and you're yeah. like, what just happened to this person? <laughs> Your eyes are watering, you're gasping for air. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, in that Nick is kind of defending the whole thing and he's like, they're not, they're going to be dressed tastefully, like yeah. whatever. And Jessica's like, but you said that they were stripping. Yeah. Because Nick says while he's talking to his mom and stepdad that they're going to be wearing lingerie and like the song, the lyrics of Shut Up are when we take our clothes off, the world stops. So obviously they're going to remove some clothing. Right. But it's Ob- not obviously. Like, yeah. But it's not like they're going to be walking around in like pasties and a thong. So. So that's okay then. But if you feel like doing that in your free time, please go ahead and do it. More power to you because I can't do that. I'm yeah. not that confident. And uh, there was a funny part where the, I felt like the parents were kind of shading Nick that, because they were like, oh, I didn't realize Shut Up was going to be a single. Like, I yeah. Think they they're were like, oh, saying, it's that song. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, we like this, I swear. Yeah. Better. Which is the theme song for Newlyweds, in case you were wondering. Yes. Which we said last time. It's a fine song. It's, you know, nothing special. It's no I Want to Love You Forever, but... Absolutely not. So that song, I actually posted a clip of her singing it on our Instagram from the Rosie O'Donnell show. Beautiful. (laughs) Shout out to the Rosie O'Donnell show that my mom used to tape for me. Yeah. (laughs) I loved her. I loved her show. She she is so great. But this performance, I can't believe how <laughs> Jessica is so talented. And I feel like people don't really talk about her voice anymore since now she's like a billionaire from fashion and everything. She somehow managed to succeed even bigger than becoming a huge pop star <laughs> that now people think of that as secondary. Right. But her this song is so hard to sing. Because when I was growing up and I was really, like, I would do, sing, I would perform a lot um, doing, like, ballads. Like, that was the thing that was in, I feel like, if you were a good singer in my town or whatever, right. everybody would sing ballads, like, at the variety show or whatever. And so I would sing different types and I was always looking for more and stuff. And this song is so hard to sing. <laughs> like, it's really hard to sing. I never did this one. I never did I Want to Love You Forever because... It's really hard. I mean, I would have to be more technical with music to be able to tell you the note, but there's a certain note that she's hitting uh, during that part, the clip that I posted, which if you haven't seen it, at the Ashley and Jessica cast, or no, our Instagram is at Ashley and Jessica cast. Yeah. Know the, if you haven't seen it, go to that because she sings, her voice is just so powerful and booming. It is. And it. you could tell, yes, that she's trying, but... It does seem kind of effortless how hard it is to sing that particular part. I mean, especially with the breath and everything. And she just like powers through it. And I, at the end of that clip, Rosie goes over to her and she's like, you can really sing. Oh, my God. Because even, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, I mean, I love Christina's voice too, but I don't know that there was anyone on the scene that 
had Je- Jessica's specific type of. No. She was her own caliber, I feel like. Yeah, and uh, Christina's voice was more, I want to say, like, edgier. Like, she can yeah. sing just a flat ballad very well, but her voice has more flair to it, I feel like, where Jessica has more of the classic, I'm just going to sing into this mic passionately, and yeah, you're going like to be, like, a blown true, away. The true definition of a power ballad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is definitely Jessica. Anyway, this is our review of I Want to Love You Forever. <laughs> The choreographer for the dance for Nick's music video and for this performance was Robin Anton, who was the creator of the Pussycat Dolls. An so, icon. Right. Not just the girl group that we all know who was relevant, um, but there is a Vegas show, for those who don't know, called the Pussycat Dolls. And that's where even the girl group got started. It was Robin Anton would... It, it's almost like a burlesque type show. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was would put together these really talented girls who are just great dancers. I, I'm not sure if they sing in the ver- the Vegas one. I was trying to look it up, and I don't think so. Well, speaking of Christina Aguilera, I just watched her MTV Diary right. from, t- like, 20 years ago. Or, I guess, 18, because it was 2002. They did it in Vegas, but then Robin brought it to Los Angeles, and they would have celebrity guests. So Carmen Electra would perform in it pretty often. Right. Christina Applegate. And then they would have some big celebrity guests come in for one night, and Christina Aguilera actually did it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I used to watch Kardashians, I know Kim Kardashian did it one time, too, and that was, like, at the early start of her career. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how long she did it, but, yeah, it just... Having Robin Anton as your choreographer is a massive deal. And, and, this kills me, his manager was Larry Rudolph. Oh my gosh, go into that. If you don't know who this is, he is the person, I would say, besides Britney herself, who's responsible for Britney Spears. Responsible for the icon Britney. (laughs) Like, he truly had a huge hand in her entire career he was an entertainment lawyer before he became britney's personal manager and he was the one who was able he was there in the very beginning he was the one who took her to the heights that she reached and the fact that he at this point was taking on other clients because britney was as we said last episode she was taking a break at this time the fact that he chose Nick Lachey to me is insane because, first of all, even at the time, I could see at the time how 90 Degrees was more relevant, I guess, and whatever. But for Larry to, I don't know, maybe he thought that because Nick already had a following, he was already famous, that it would be easier to turn him into a superstar. I think so, yeah. He was like, 90 Degrees had put out a couple of successful albums already at that point, so... Nick putting out a solo album, um, I feel like he was like, okay, I can really build something off of this and just make him his own empire like Britney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was surprised to see that because obviously now it's all these years later, we know that Nick's solo career, I guess he did okay after Newlyweds, but this was not successful at all. And I'm just surprised that maybe they just didn't listen to him or maybe, you know, Britney is more responsible for Britney's success, but <laughs> I I can't believe Larry didn't say like, "Hey, we need to have a better first single, or we need to get more. We need to get better songs in here. Like, yeah. we need to get these producers that work with Britney. We need to get Max Martin and Danger and the Neptunes in here and just have some even better with songs." Like, uh, Jessica's 
managers and I'm sure publicists were doing where she was doing newlyweds, but she was also putting out her desserts line and being in movies. And it's like Nick was kind of doing newlyweds and he put out his album, but I really don't think he was doing any other projects other than that. Yeah, so the album should have been really good. Yeah. You know? (laughs) I haven't listened to the whole album. I was going to do that for fun, but then I thought, that's not what fun means. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I was like, that's not what I'm going to do. No. But Nick also said that the song is about fighting and making up and how sex is the best possible way to make up. And I'm like, but the song is not sexy. No. Unless you're someone who's in love with Nick Lachey and you just love hearing his voice and that's it, then maybe it's sexy, but it's really not. It's just kind of a very mediocre. Yeah. Like I listened to the song after watching the episode, like I took my notes for the podcast but um i listened to it like five or six times just on loop and like i li- the first two times i just listened to it to listen to it and then i listened to it two more times like kind of like analyzing the lyrics and like the- then listening to the production and things like that and i don't know it just didn't resonate with me and that's fine not every song will but like you know sometimes at least i can take a grain of salt from it and be like oh well you know like this lyric was really cool or like the instrumental instrumentals and this part was great but Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like it was all right yeah it was not what he needed to break off because he talks about how it was a risk and how it's a big step going out on his own not performing with 98 degrees and all of that but i mean he definitely with the music itself i think he blew it yeah because right off the bat even if I mean, we'll talk about, so, okay, so when, at this dancer's audition, I just feel like Nick is not very creative. Like, I don't think he has creativity. I don't think so either. Um, I think it was just kind of like typical 2000s where it was just like, all right, we're gonna, you're gonna be standing there and we're gonna have these hot girls and outfits and they're gonna dance next to you and then we're gonna do something kind of like quirky for the video itself, but like... Mm -hmm. When you watch the video, it's really peculiar because it's like some guy living in a trailer outside Nick and Jessica's home. Wait, so that, but that's the second video. That's the one that they read when they, do you remember this episode? What happens? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's going to come up in an episode. Okay. It's, I actually love the episode. It's funny. Um, So Jessica makes her sweetest sin video with Nick. And then they're watching back her video and Nick is, says, you know what? This seems like such a nicer video than my video. Because it was. but this was Because of point. course, obviously it was. And Jessica's a classy woman. She is very classy and she cares about her, the music that she wants to make and doesn't just put out this basic ass thing. So yeah, Nick's video was very basic and it didn't have... I mean, the production value didn't look as good. It didn't have really a storyline. It basically does seem like it was just Nick standing there and singing with his shirt off or whatever and didn't really have anything special. So then once Nick sees Jessica's video, he calls his manager and his publicist and everything. And he says, listen, I think that we need to make another video. It's just, you know, and he's right. He's saying that it's his first time out of the gate without his band and it needs to be good. And he has one shot. And... It's true, you know, back then without streaming, when you release a single, it was a really big deal. It was a huge thing and it wasn't like you could then just turn around and put something else out, you right. know. It it was if that fails, 
that fails and then you look like an idiot and then the album tanks and all that kind of stuff. So he gets on the phone and starts pushing hard to get funding for a new video and they don't really want to do it. And then he says like, well, should I just fund it myself and all that kind of stuff. So then I don't remember. I think they end up funding it or he or he has to fund it himself. But then they call in Dak Shepard. Right. The time was on punked. And who I now like, I I love him. He has an amazing podcast called Armchair Expert. But at the time, (laughs) he had barely done anything. And so he was just kind of playing this white trash hick kind of guy who's supposed to be Nick's cousin. Right. Who who showed up and is going to stay, you know, like saw them on TV and was like, hey, brother, I'm your long lost cousin. I need a place to stay. Right. And uh, and Jennifer Morrison from Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Plays the woman. And they're just living in a trailer park outside of. Nick's and I I mean and Nick and Jessica's and I guess we'll talk about it in that episode but it's just funny because it has nothing to do with the song it's just that the people were probably his people were probably like hey newlyweds is a big deal why don't you try to bring newlyweds into it right which it didn't work because the I mean the old video was never fully released but it has clips in the new video from the old one right so they mixed the clip they recorded new footage and then mixed the clips together and it's just still not a good music video. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't know that they mixed parts from the old one and the new one. I just thought that's how it was supposed to be shot. No, but no. goodness. Yeah. I mean, they tried to say, you know, props to him for realizing something he did was shitty and trying to save it. But at that point. Yeah, it was kind of too late, which, you know, that's something that's discussed while they're at the audition uh, for the dancers. So like they get to the audition and Nick just makes a comment that his brother's Drew was there and he's like, oh, Drew, uh, Drew is like the Jiminy Cricket uh, to me, but like it depends on what shoulder he's sitting on. So it's just like, so what does that say about right. your relationship with your brother and how he respects not only not just Jessica, but like his own wife. Right. You know, if they're like gonna bro out together. It's like, it's funny when you're fine when you're like single and you're in your 20s, but like you're in your 30s and you're both married. Yeah. So why are we still doing this? Well, the thing that's weird is, so I'm an actress and I've done a lot of scenes that were, you know, of sexual nature or just, you know, romantic, whatever. I mean, I've never done like a full on sex scene or anything like that, but just kissing and stuff can be weird. And it's, I mean, I feel like this episode out of all of them, even though we talked about how this show was actually a real reality show and all that kind of stuff. This seems like the most set up. I feel like they kind of egged Jessica on and told her to go there. Yeah. You know, because it just seemed like, first of all, she's Jessica Simpson. I know that I sound like I'm in love with her every episode more and more, but like, it's Jessica. She's, you know, I'm sure she's like, I I don't actually think he wants these girls, you know? No, I think there was definitely like a little bit of jealousy um, on her part, but I feel like they tried to over-exaggerate it, or, like, there was... She, like, says she says in one of the parts, like, what are these girls gonna do to get the job? You know? <laughs> and it just... But it, wouldn't you then think that your husband would be like, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm married, and that's not... You're not yeah. gonna get the job that way. Especially with, like, how much time Nick was spending with the girls. Like, I'm, in the episode, they show it that they were rehearsing the song, and then... He goes out to lunch to eat with the dancers. Um, and then one of the uh, the dancers asks, like, oh, when's Nick Jr. coming? And he's like, not for a while. We're still pretty, like, young and stupid ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, so if you have no problem being so firm about that, you should 
not saying that he wasn't, but like you should also be just as firm with like anything else that you feel like is like crossing a crossing a boundary or like a little right. too personal. Also, I mean, I'm maybe I'm too sensitive. I hate any kind of like suggestion of cheating, and I hate cheaters. But did he have to go out to lunch with all the dancers? No, and that's I don't what think I'm he saying. did. Like, I think that's also going off what you were saying, where like it's a little bit more like produced or like not. I yeah think to rile her up a little bit it seemed fake like of course when she calls he's out with all the dancers right you know? but the thing is going out with them isn't cheating obviously or anything like that and no. if i was married i wouldn't be like you can't go out with your dancers but i would just because if the situation reversed because i have been in this situation not exact situation but i've been in this situation where i was in a relationship and i had to do like a romantic scene or kissing scene or something with a guy and there's just certain ways that you handle it so if I was doing a kissing scene with a guy and my boyfriend was already like on edge about it. I probably wouldn't go to lunch with him. Right. You know what I mean? Not not because there's actually anything going on, but just because like, hey, we already have these blurred lines where we literally have to like make out with each other. Right. And so why don't we just... But that's also different in the sense, like, not trying to put a double standard on it, but like if you're doing a show with someone where like this is like repeatedly going on, like you do spend time like together but it's like for nick they're just his dancers where it's just yeah. like they're, and they're not even kissing no they're not kissing but it's also like in both cases yes it's a job but the dancer just needed for those couple hours and then they go home like it's right. with nick it was more professional for the sake of like he's a celebrity so like mm-hmm. well, they weren't at the same level i guess is what i'm trying to say you know yeah it is a weird feeling i think to be the other person if if one of you is in show business and one of you isn't but the fact that they both are i just feel like there should be like this shouldn't even be an episode you know what i mean it should just be like yeah we're used to this in our business you have to perform with other people we can't always just have each other in our videos right and i think that's also them trying to find the footing where like we talked about last episode newlyweds the first one the first episode it, it looks like they maybe took like a week and a half worth of footage and just kind of like smushed it all together and was like oh let's see what happens where this one they're more so focused they don't show the exact timeline but it looks like they only showed what they filmed from like two days like there's right the day where they're talking to like two or three days i should say um the day that nick's parents are there the day of the audition and then the day of the performance are like the three most notable days that mm-hmm. we see from it so it's just, it's not like they were trying to, like, manipulate it too much, but mm-hmm. we'll kind of get to that as we keep going. Yeah. It does feel, though, that they told them, this is what we want to do for this episode. Right. Jessica's jealous. You know, we want to make sure we get shots of the girls rubbing up on Nick. Right. And Jessica's watching and all that kind of stuff. Because it did, it did feel a little fake to me. Right. So then, um, like we said, Nick was out to lunch with the girls, and then Jessica goes to a lingerie boutique, and... We could assume it's like Hollywood or LA or something. This is iconic. Right. So she says she wants to go pick out a couple things because she wants to show up the girls dancing for Nick. You know, so she purchases two bras and two pairs of underwear. And then it zooms in on the register screen. And she had spent $746.93 on four pieces of lingerie. Yeah. Which honestly, if you think about it for... For Beverly Hills, though, if it's like something, if it's La Perla or something like that, or Fredericks of Hollywood, that actually checks out. She should have known. That's the thing is I, I, the fact that she acts dumb about it. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I feel like she 
especially since like it was a boutique it's not victoria's secret like victoria's secret is kind of pricey for the lingerie but but not for a celebrity yeah but yeah i mean i don't i'm not saying she was lying because she did seem pretty you know when she's on the phone with nick she's like it was 750 dollars right i feel like she expected it to be expensive but maybe not that expensive but i think she should have known she should have looked you know and also it could have been like i think jessica was just so used to it where like if that was a boutique that's dealing with, like, who, maybe the person knew who she was, or mm-hmm. um, they deal with celebrities regularly, I mean, they still should have, this is my assumption, of course, um, if she just kind of went in and paid for it and left, and she didn't, she just signed the receipt, like she said, they didn't, maybe didn't tell her the total, or she wasn't paying attention, um, then it was got out of the store, and she's like, wait, how much was it? And I think mm-hmm. that's one. Um, when she calls Nick, she says, like, they said they're not doing exchanges or returns. So I think it was after she realized how much she spent, she was like, oh, my gosh, because if they have a joint account, like, Nick was going to see it anyway. So at least she was trying to be upfront with him about it. Like, mm-hmm. listen, this is how much I spend, especially since, like, again, going back to the last episode where Nick's moving everything from his apartment into the new house. And she's like, well, why can't you just get someone to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, I think, first of all, the fact that she was compelled to do that because he had been around all of these half-naked women right. bothers me that she was like, okay, now I got to be really sexy because my husband was around these sexy women today. So I got to, sh- I got to compete. It's like, that is so toxic to me. Like, you should... I mean, and I'm not saying it's Jessica's or Nick's fault. They obviously have a weird relationship that is already fractured at this right. point. But you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't feel like it's a contest. And because he was around sexy women, that you have to be extra sexy so that he forgets about them. You know, right. you shouldn't feel like oh, even though I'm going to bed with him tonight, he's thinking about that other girl or whatever right and then it's also you know jessica then later on talks about how when she was doing that 70s show nick was mad she was kissing kissing ashton kutcher sorry kissing ashton kutcher that's a that's a tongue to a stick. yeah literally but yeah so then nick's manager larry rudolph he comes in and he recommends that they turn down how sexy the dancing is oh that was interesting right, right. that to me was very very um, indicative of him working with Britney, right? Because right. that's what the Britney is the queen of, is being sexual and dialing it up to 100, as we said last time, and then on the flip side of it, dialing it way down and being like who me i'm no i'm i'm just oh my god i'm just a young girl i'm what are you talking about i just was having fun that kind of stuff so um yeah i wrote this down too larry says it should happen around you and not to you meaning they shouldn't literally be freaking humping your leg but if (laughs) they're being super hot and sexy around you it gives the vibe that like that's what you are too but you're not actually engaged with it so then it's kind of more tantalizing because you want them to touch but they're not touching right and then he makes a comment like it would kind of turn off his married women fan base or like the the women who are probably about Nick's age, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit young, uh, older and younger, mm-hmm. who see him as like, oh, well, yes, he's this very attractive married man, but like, you're also married, so you shouldn't be engaging mm-hmm. too much. I'm like the jealous wife. Because you're married, and it's like, you gotta draw that line right. between, you know, the, the women, fa- you don't want to get the women fans coming in and looking and saying, and saying, 
you know, what's he doing? He's going too far. If you feel that way, you should definitely just a little, taper back little a little bit. bit. It's, it's maybe at times it's five or ten percent too much. Okay. Maybe. So you okay. know, take it back a little bit in a couple of places. We can take it away as much as you want, but but I think that it's nice to keep some of it there as long as we take away hands on you. Yeah, and that really is just the Jessica thing. I think that's right. But I but figure I mean, it's always easier to pull it back than it is just a little bit. Well, there's a difference between it happening around him and it happening to him. Yes. That's the yeah. difference. Okay. Yeah, well, this is kind of a classic showbiz PR thing with girlfriends and wives. So it goes back as far as I know, probably further, but it goes back as far as the Beatles. John Lennon was married to his first wife, Cynthia, mm -hmm. in the beginning of the Beatles, and nobody knew it because their people were like, hey, you guys are, you know, all every girl in Britain is in love with you guys. You right. can't show that you're with someone because then it'll kind of end the fantasy. It's like, oh, they're they're married, they're older, they're adults and right. whatever and it was they wanted to give the image that they were these like young free guys and they're having so much fun and you know they're just musicians and they're not um you know settling down so it's it's more desirable and i even had a friend a few years ago who was in a band that started to get some traction they had like you know i think like 10 to 20,000 you know fans and followers like it was starting to build up and they hired some new people and the people asked them like do you have girlfriends you have to hide them basically right. from the your social media and everything and that still goes on like there's a singer i yeah. really like he's not even that big though um his name's Sinaj. love him he's albanian but he's i'm not going to say who cuz i'm not trying to like up his spot completely but he has a girlfriend but like they do not post any pictures together or of mm -hmm. each other because she needs to the, the same thing like she needs to put on this image that she is just this sexy unobtainable woman mm -hmm. and because he's just all just sings like love ballads and like that's just his thing that they want to keep this image for him going that like he's relatable you know he looks like your average guy like he's an attractive guy mm -hmm. but He's single, so, like, when he's singing, he's singing to you. He's singing about you. Exactly, because it does change your perception of someone, the relationship that they're in, and especially if they're putting out this show that's literally called Newlyweds and is about right. the relationship. <laughs> it's like Larry was smart enough to say, okay, people, especially women, are going to be attaching themselves to this narrative of this perfect newlywed couple. And right. so if you're then with all these half-naked girls and they're, like, grinding on your junk – People are going to be like, wait, but he's with Jessica. Why? Yeah, you know like, what I mean? What's Why would you going do on it? there? Yeah. yeah. So you're not a single guy anymore, Nick. No. Get so we finally get to the USO show. So Tina tells Jessica that she's just being cranky and mean because of her diet. And Jessica gets really defensive and says it's not because of her diet. But then Jessica says like right after that, like the only thing she ate was like some melted turkey and cheese earlier in the day. Melted turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Nick then says, like, what are you, a baby bird? Like, you want your mom to, like, chew up your food and spit it in your mouth for you? Which was just, like, I get Jessica definitely wasn't in the best mood, but, like, do you really think that's going to help her magically get in a better mood or, like, want to eat something? What do you want to do, sweetie? I'm here to tell you, she'll argue with whatever you say today. Yeah. So, it's the diet. Is it is not the it diet. It is the diet. It makes you mean. I have not eaten since I melted some turkey and cheese. Well, then eat, Jessica. My God. I want to, but what are you I a baby to... bird waiting for the mama bird to come <laughs> spit in your mouth? Screw <laughs> you. I, I put two and two together. 
so during the rehearsal scene, they show, uh, you know, the band rehearsing with Nick and Jessica. And the band, the drum says Jessica Simpson on it, even though Nick is the one who is rehearsing. Right. So maybe he was mad that it was like Jessica's whole production. You know, maybe he because I mean, we see we know that he got a little competitive once she started to have more success and everything. And at this point, they were still kind of not in that phase yet because the show hadn't aired. This was actually, I looked it up, the USO show was on May 10th, 2003. So that's... Oh, wow, so that was three months after, or uh, three months before we get to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he was, like, being pissy with her because of that, but then just blamed her for not eating, which if someone's not eating because they are worried about gaining weight, you shouldn't be rude to them about it. You should be there for them and tell them that they don't even need to be doing that. Also, when um, I was doing a deep dive to find pictures for our Instagram to keep you guys updated, I found pictures of Jessica from this performance. And, like, in the video, you could see she's pretty thin. Yeah. Um, But looking at the pictures of it, her jeans are pretty much baggy on her, you know, and we'll post them in our feed. But she's wearing her red and white striped shirt and a pair of jeans. And, like, she's she's tiny. Yeah, she looks really cute. But it's just a regular outfit. Like, it's, you know, I like that she didn't do a whole super glam getting all done up for this or anything. She's just, like, very relatable, Jessica. And she, because I had noted that they were a little big, so I feel like, they probably had fit her before, but then she started starving herself and they were got right. a little baggy. Like, oh, because the camera adds 10 pounds and like now you're starting filming newlyweds and all this. Yeah. Um, and this is something that, you know, I mean, she writes about it in her book too. This is something that she's dealt with her whole life is having body image issues. Same. Right. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I mean, most of us have it, but then imagine if you are photographed constantly and you have to <laughs> yeah, you know, all the time see yourself. And then it's also like then Nick makes a comment about how Nancy O'Dell is his new favorite woman. I'm pretty sure she's a newscaster. Mm-hmm. And Jessica just in a moment of insecurity because obviously she's not in a great mood. And like Nick has all these dancers around him. She's like, "Well, what? I'm aren't I like your favorite woman?" And and Nick was just like, "Well, how you're acting is hardly womanly." Like yeah, if I was yeah. her, I would have slapped him. Like I don't, I don't condone violence, but like. She's like my new favorite woman. Who? Nancy O'Dell. Why? She's cute. She's your new favorite woman? I'm just saying, I've never really talked to her. Uh, She's very sweet. What about me? The way you're behaving today is hardly womanly. Whatever. Really? Mm -hmm. Again, like, why are you feeding into... I mean, maybe it was just for the show's sake, but, like, why are you trying to just... She's already feeling down know. about herself. Like, that it's, just really bothered me. Yeah, it seemed very, it seemed genuine. Like, that's why the show's so interesting to watch is because you could tell they were, like, really picking on each other. And yeah. They were pissed. And it must be weird having an audience to your marital problems, too. Yeah. Because you, I mean, this was so early in the reality TV thing that they probably didn't even realize what it was going to mean or what they were really doing. Right. But it's interesting how 
they neither of them try to be the bigger person. No. <laughs> like, neither of them want the audience on their side. Yeah. Because if that was me, I'd be thinking, oh, shit, people are watching this. You know what? I'm going to turn around and be really sweet to right. Nick. So everyone blames him. But she doesn't do that, and he doesn't do No. <laughs> They're both just rude. And I think that's what it is. Like, even, I'm not going to lie, like, me and my boyfriend, like, we love to pick on each other all the time. Like, that's our thing. So it's mm-hmm. like, if someone who doesn't know us is just like, wow, like, they're kind of assholes to each other. And... We are sometimes, but, like, that's not the core of our relationship. It's just, like, I don't like being outwardly affectionate in front of other people. Like, that's just me. I don't like that. Like, if it's Mm -hmm. just me and him, that's one thing. But with Nick and Jessica, it's just, like, they were just kind of, like, I don't want to say at each other's throats, but, like, they were kind of aggressive with each other. Yeah, and it if you think about kind of like a juxtaposition when Jessica and her mom are laying on the bed together because her parents are there throughout this whole thing and basically this whole show. Her parents are always there. (laughs) Um, She's laying on the bed with Tina and Tina just starts like hugging her and kissing her and it's so sweet. It looks like a... Like a mama bear and a and a little cub, like it's so so sweet. Yeah, Jessica's only like twenty, or maybe oh no, this was May, so it was this is right before she turned twenty four. So yeah. like she's still pretty young. I mean, I'm only twenty six, so it's not like I'm like that much older. But like mindset. But, but they're just really close, and yeah. it was just very sweet to see that, especially when Nick is being a total dick, right? Um, and, and there was oh that there's that part where um where Nick leaves to go downstairs and he doesn't say to Jessica. Bye. Hey, like I'm going downstairs and she gets really mad and she's yeah. like, he can't even say like, hey, I'm leaving. And I totally understand that. I just Screw like, Nick. He left without me. But he didn't even say, Jess, I'm leaving. Let's go. Whatever. I'm over him. He didn't even say, I'm leaving. Walk down with me. No, he's got two pussycat dolls on his arm. Ah. Well, I mean, you could say, Jess, I'm going down. See you down there. I just wish you would have been courteous enough to be like, I'm leaving. Yeah. But I think he's fed up with me probably is because i feel like those little things not just with boyfriends or whatever or husbands or i think we've all been in that scenario where we have to like work with someone all day or we have to like be with a family member all day and there's those little digs that come out right and you just have to kind of get through it and stuff and it's like the smallest little kindness is huge so if he had just turned to her and said hey Jess, I'm going downstairs now. I'll see you later. That would have meant the world to her, yeah. but he couldn't because they had do that. to end up uh, rehearsing one of their songs together. But it's also like that, and I think it was like right before he left. Um, Jessica's talking about how tired she is. She's like, "Oh, like maybe we can watch a movie later." And Nick's like, "Or a basketball game." And she's like, "No, like I want to watch a movie." So then Nick's obvious response is, "Well, I'm gonna go watch basketball with the dancers because they love watching <laughs> basketball know. with me." It's like, how old are you, dude? I would have slashed his tire. Like I'm just like, it just makes me so mad that like, I just it just really gets under my skin that regardless of. Maybe Jessica was being super jealous and really insecure. But it's like, so then why aren't you doing something to combat that and make her just feel more confident about herself and just like reassure her like, there's nothing going on. Like, I love you. I'm married to you. Like, why are you like fanning the fire and like making her just be like, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, he even if she, I mean, she wasn't being that crazy about it, but whatever. Maybe there was more that we didn't see. Yeah, that's behind true. The scenes. But even if she had gotten super crazy about it, it would be my response would be to say, hey, we're both in this business. We're going to have to do this. This probably will not be the last time that we're doing something like this. So why don't we talk about it now and get it over with so that 
we can get into a better place about this because I this is my job and I don't want to live with my wife constantly right bothered about it so what's really going on especially because it's just like she probably feels angrier because it's just for this dumb ass video it's not like he's starring in an Oscar movie or something no. and he needs to do a love scene it's for this like shitty yeah <laughs> and it's just like I think um, kind of what you were saying, like how the drums had Jessica Simpson. I think it was her, and then for the TV show, but also just I'm pretty sure they shared a publicist was like, oh well, let's bring in Nick too. Not only is he going to drum up publicity for the show, but for his album as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like I said, like just beginning to end this episode, it was just like maybe it was overproduced, but it was just really weird to see like them just bickering the entire time. <laughs> I know. I remember one time when this was originally airing, I was watching this and my dad was in the room and mm-hmm. they were bickering like this. And he was like, who would want to see this? Why would you want to watch two people yeah. do this? And I was, I mean, at the dad, time, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I like it because you see, like, obviously they ended up getting divorced. So it's like when you see things like this, you're like, okay, got it. Yeah. But it's also, I do like the fact of, I just feel like if they should have balanced it out more with like, maybe it wasn't shown, but like Nick reassuring her, or like more moments with like her and her mom and her mom's kind of like talking her up and making her feel better, mm-hmm. where it just kind of seemed like they were just like, well, who can tear who down the fastest? Yeah. And that just made me sad. And then when Nick is downstairs, Jessica says that if Nick cheated, she would uh, shoot his dick off. And she goes, <laughs> I would never just cut it off. I'd rather shoot it off. It's like the only reason why you just gotta promise me you won't shoot me. Like, baby, the only time I would ever shoot you is if you um, cheated on me and then I'd shoot your dick off. Never. I could never cut it off. I'd rather just shoot it off. <laughs> That's a woman after my own heart. Yeah. No, but like, really though, like, it's. Mood. It's, <laughs> like, granted, I just, I don't know. Like, I'd like to think I'm not a crazy girlfriend probably sound like one on here but whatever who said anything about crazy yeah but it's just the fact that it was just like if what it really boils down to me is respect you know so it's like nick and jessica were both being kind of disrespectful to each other it's not like oh i'm siding with jessica nick was an ass or like vice versa it's just like why are you both just adding to this issue like instead of just talking about it and trying to communicate with your partner yeah then there's, they do the vocal exercises, which oh, are always gosh. so funny. So mommy. <laughs> which is actually really funny because Jessica says how she hates that thing he does with his voice. And you posted, um, Leah posted this thing, not the, um, I think, I believe it's the last thing she posted, mm-hmm. where Jessica's just like, oh my gosh, my pet peeve is like when someone has like spit in the back of their throat. And that's exactly what Nick sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> that, that clip of her saying that is so funny because she goes, is that random? <laughs> But it's, again, like, that's why we love Jessica. It's just, like, these wholesome moments with her where, mm-hmm. like, they just ask her a question. She just answers honestly. And then she's like, wait, what? Is that not the answer you wanted? Because, like, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my head. She's so cute. She's really sweet. I love Jessica. We love you, Jessica. We can't wait to meet you and have you on our podcast. Yes. We're going to interview you. You can have as much time as you want. You can mm-hmm. talk about anything you want. We won't ask you about Nick. Promise. No. Or anything you don't want to be asked about. We just want to worship you and praise you. Yes. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of Nick Lachey, Solo sold a total. Can Do you know how many copies it sold? Total? 
just like ever yeah i want to say like a million 171,000 copies. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Keep in mind, he was on the number one reality show. Oh my God. And that, one of the number one shows at the time. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing because like, I think it's funny. I'm just so uncomfortable because I thought like selling a million, a million copies ever would be like pretty insulting, but like, oh my gosh. That's that's really bad. It debuted at number 51 on the charts. Well, we can't win them all. So or any of them. Um, no, I'm yeah. kidding. Nick, Nick had a hit with his next album. Right. So. And then also uh, I listened. I used to work at a daycare and I we had one of the album, his album actually in the daycare. Um, but he covered a whole bunch of like baby songs and things like that and it's actually like really soothing and nice he has a nice voice yeah it's not that he's not talented that's why i'm just like so freaked out like that's how many albums he sold you know like it was that bad (laughs) yeah i just you i mean i would have thought with him coming off of 98 degrees like he was one of the more popular guys there you know, so kind of like Justin Timberlake to NSYNC and things like that. Him putting out a debut album would have done pretty well. But Well, I think the main thing is that we we see it, too, when he does he's performing his part of the USO show. Right. Not only is the dancing and stripping lame and not sexy, yeah. but Nick has no stage presence, really. He's, like, doing this awkward, like, jig where he has, like, his <laughs> one hand with the microphone and the other hand's just kind of in a fist, and he's just kind of, like, bouncing them up and down. Like, know those, like, Santa animatronics you see at Christmas? Like, the little oh ones that God. have in CVS and you push it, and he's kind of just, like, pumping his fist up and down, like, side to side? Yeah, that's what he looked like. Yeah. It was, it yeah, was bad. definitely. I mean, I'm not the most talented dancer, but yikes. It was just he didn't he doesn't have it he doesn't have that it factor that a lot of performers have and then at the end how his shirt blows open yeah it was really weird really and honestly who are you even marketing to it's gonna be 12 year old girls that are into this album if anyone you know it was just it wasn't it was an interesting time then (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then we see jessica serenading a very lucky guy yeah and that's one thing i love is jessica didn't just i don't know if that's who they picked or that's just who came up but either way it wasn't like she had this like hot early 30s or like late 20 year olds who was just like super charming looking it was like an older guy like she took his hat off and like he was balding a little bit but <laughs> it she, was like, cute yeah like she grabbed his hand and she put her arm around him as she was singing and it was just Again, it was like another like cute wholesome moment. Yeah. And then they do where you are. We'll be dancing in the moonlight just like we used to do. You're smiling back at me. I mean, I'll talk a lot about this probably moving forward, but I think that Nick and Jessica are so good together as singers. I think they should have done an album together. They should have done a tour together. I I don't know why they didn't. It seems like it would have been so perfect, but probably because they were already not getting along so well. It was, they probably were feeling the opposite rather than, hey, let's work together so we can be together all the time. They were like, "Mm, (laughs) gotta go. Yeah, I need need a little time apart from you, honey. Yeah. (laughs) 
And I, I just I love when they perform that song. And I think he he definitely was never better than when he was with her. No, in my but opinion. especially like when they per- were performing that the way they looked at each other. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It was just that was such yeah, a beautiful thing. They, they were they could have been a good little duo for yeah. a while anyway until but they didn't because there was already so much going on there and luckily they have both remarried and found love and they seem very very happy in their marriages they do is, it that's all, all that out. matters like we're definitely gonna have our opinions on things like we did in this episode moving forward but like ultimately we wish them both the best and happiness like we're not yeah no yeah. i mean we're gonna pick on nick because he is wrong in almost every scenario <laughs> but Aside from that. Yeah, but like we love them. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I think love is a strong word when it comes to how I feel about Nick. I I love him as like a part of early 2000s, late 90s pop, pop culture. culture. Like seeing him will always remind me of my childhood, you know, like he's isolated in that time. Right, <laughs> you know right, right, I mean? right, right. Nick Lachey is not someone that I actively think about every day no not the way i think about Except ashley now. yeah now we're now we're talking about him a lot actually this is probably the most anyone's talked about him <laughs> in a really long time <laughs> <laughs> except for like vanessa <laughs> so then the last scene is one of the many you know suggestive sex moments in this <laughs> oh my goodness show where, where she's like you find me sexy don't you like the fact that she always had to prompt him yeah, like, can you tell me that I am? Like, she's just seeking for that validation. Like, that also makes me sad. It's always the most beautiful women that are sitting home wishing that their husbands would just fucking say something to them about it. Facts. You know? Yeah. Whereas, like, like, what are you doing? It's those couples that, this is rude to say, but couples that are less attractive, I guess, that are the happiest and that are always telling each other how much they love each other and how great they are. But then you have these two super good-looking people and one of the most beautiful women in the world has to say, don't you find me sexy? Yeah. Then I think Nick says yes. And she's like, no, like you were supposed to say I'm sexier than the pussycat dolls, you know? (laughs) And then it's again, it's just like this moment of, I don't want to say vulnerability, but like where Jessica's just like looking for that validation where like he should have reassured her, Mm -hmm. you know? So. Baby, you find me sexy, don't you? Of course I think you're sexy. Sexy as the pussycat dolls? Nick. Yes, 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 I love you. You know that. Sexy as the pussycat dolls. Sexy as the pussycat dolls. All of them. Except maybe one. No, I'm just kidding. You're supposed to say sexier. Do you want to get laid or not? Say sexier. (laughs) Baby! Yeah, Nick. Or just men who are listening. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bi, whatever. Reassure your partner. Yeah. Let them feel loved and validated. Reassurance is very important. It really is. I don't care how confident you are. I'm an Aries. So I'm very independent, but reassurance is important, especially Mm. because, I don't know, I feel like the whole love languages thing is complicated because as an Aries, I'm like, I'm every love language (laughs) all the time needs to be happening. But yeah, it's definitely, no matter how gorgeous your wife is, you should always tell her all the time. Right. We're also now going to open this podcast up to relationship advice. So yeah, just send, send us in a your <laughs> Especially if you have a Nick and Jessica type of relationship. Ooh. Things are on the rocks and we can help. Actually, I wonder how examining this show could help us in future relationships. No, I think it does help me a lot. It's just like... Because you're just thinking about, okay, if I was in this marriage, what right. would I do to save it? 
you know? Yeah. Or like, what would I do differently? Or what would I think at least? Or what would I try to do if I was in that situation? Mm -hmm. And I think just a lot of it of it is communication. Like, how are you communicating with your partner? You know? Yeah, you could tell there was a lot of pent up stuff between them. Right. That went on a really long time before they finally decided to break up. And it's so funny because they were only married for like three years. Right. (laughs) But again, it's a lot of the things we talk about are going to be from like previous episodes. So that's why I keep saying like, like we talked about in the last episode, but because mm-hmm. that's kind of, I feel like these two are where we kind of really just get the gist of their marriage and relationship. But Jolie. Yes. If you were in Jessica's shoes, would you be jealous? How would you feel? I think I would definitely be a little jealous, but I wouldn't let it consume me to the place where like, not that it's it with her, but like where I was just like kind of obsessing over it. Okay, like, yeah, it bothers me, but I'm going to move on with my day because mm-hmm. it's they're married like he could have picked anyone in the world and he picked jessica like that's kind of my thing i don't know yeah i feel that maybe i would it wouldn't be my favorite day but just mm-hmm. knowing that we're in a certain business where those things happen yeah i think when you actually do it yourself you're just kind of like this is obviously so not cheating and so not yeah. sexy that yeah so we're gonna move on to our fashion segment yes It's all about fashion. It's all about beauty. This is fun for me. For me, the most notable fashion in the episode was the dancer who had fishnets on and underwear that said Nick on the ass. Yes. (laughs) What a statement piece. It just goes to show that men are so weird with their egos that they need to have a woman wearing I need to have brandy with my name in a sense. Yeah. (laughs) Weird? I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, it was just too much. And him with the his shirt bursting open, it's just, okay. Just give him a gust of wind and all of that. It was just kind of a little unnecessary in mm-hmm. my opinion. But. Yes. So what did you think of Jessica's, we were talking about the outfit before, she has that red striped top and the jeans. I think it's like such a cute outfit. Yeah. The, green like tank top, not tank top, but like it's a spaghetti strap shirt that she's wearing. I love it. Like, it's so pretty. It's nothing over the top or exciting, like, super exciting. Like, it's just pretty plain, but, like, I just love that shade of green. It just looks so beautiful on her. She just looked like she was glowing, and I'm just like, wow, I want that shirt. Yeah, well, first she's wearing that green shirt from the first episode when she's trying to throw out the flowers. That's right. So I think those were the same days, but then they just cut the rest of the first episode from different days. Right. But this was actually that day. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So she has those classic sunglasses in this episode from the early 2000s, the rose gold like rectangle mirror glasses. <laughs> Reflective, that yeah. That we all had. Oh my gosh, I remember getting those from Mandy's or Claire's or something like that. Or Delia's. Delia's was, oh my god. R.I.P. I loved Delia's. Delia's was everything. Do you remember that other outfit that she wore when she came to spy on him and the dancers? She's wearing like a brown blazer and bell bottoms. And like a wife beater. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I thought it was pretty cute. It's just kind of like business. Mm -hmm. Not like not business, but like, you know, she's trying to be put together with her blazer, but also wanted to be comfortable and just like jeans and a tank top. Yeah. And 
Uh, there's that other tank top she has that says VH1 Music First. That's right, when she's going lingerie shopping. Yeah. Yeah, and do you remember, like, I'm sure, sure she got that shirt for free for doing some VH1 thing. Because I remember that was VH1's slogan because MTV had started to have a lot of shows like Newlyweds that were kind of related to music but were not really, it wasn't music television, right. you know? And so VH1 started having the saying, like, well, we our music television we're music first okay (laughs) we are what we say we are yeah meanwhile then vh1 went overdrive with the reality shows oh my goodness they have so many so what else did she have there that was that was that was kind of it she had the blue juicy pants on at one time um with the red hat but like really briefly yeah i feel like she has so many of the juicy outfits that it's just yes yeah she has like every single <laughs> color, color. like they're comfy yeah i had i had a dark blue one i had a bright like hot pink set oh my goodness <laughs> and then i had a couple that were just i had the jackets like i had one of the black jackets i had a pink one another like a light pink one Ooh. i thought i was so cool plus i had the fake louis vuitton i had the ra- fake rainbow you know listen it was a statement (laughs) (laughs) it really was yeah my parents were not going to spend two thousand dollars on that so my dad was like canal street it is (laughs) yeah understandably oh my gosh i had a total fml moment because i wasn't paying attention and i was talking to someone who follows us on instagram yeah so someone was just like oh yeah like i bought free city sweatpants because of jessica and like me just being an idiot i didn't realize how much they were i'm like oh well yeah like juicy was really expensive and he's like free city were like 160 a pair so hi derek i'm so sorry i embarrassed myself no no you didn't embarrass <laughs> yourself at all i yeah. i remember the free city ones too but i also remember the primp remember that brand primp no so those are the sweats jessica has i don't remember if it was on newlyweds or on like another special or something or if it was maybe just paparazzi pictures i saw but those are the ones that were popular around the time paris hilton had them they were a solid color with like a splatter and then ice cream cones oh okay i do remember that yeah (laughs) yeah then they had some other things too like they had the thermals that had all of the animal not animal print but like Instead of just the print of an animal, it would be, like, all horses or all owls or whatever. And then it would have, like, one of them would be a different color or something. Right. I remember those, too. I think those were a little less expensive. I was actually looking on Depop and Poshmark trying to find some primp sweats because I still (laughs) want those. I never had those. I had the juicy ones. Right. But that was it. Is that... All of the fashion? I think so, because there wasn't a lot of outfit changes in this episode. Yeah, and Nick is once again wearing shorts? Basketball shorts and a t-shirt. He's wearing hair gel. (laughs) His sparkly blue eyes. Yes. (laughs) His shirt is being busted open. Just a plain white button-up with jeans. Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. that notable of an outfit either. Yeah. Okay, so that concludes our fashion segment. <laughs> and now open book. Yes, we're going to get into open book, but I actually wanted to read this thing I found from their Entertainment Weekly article because it actually ties into what I was saying before, and we all want to be validated in our, our life. So <laughs> this says, Most importantly for Simpson and Lachey, 
The series has given them a sustained stay in the spotlight, something they've yet to achieve through their musical talents. Ow. Shade. Yeah. Lachey 30 will take his fame where he can get it. What's cool is our success on the show is from us being us. Adds the 23-year-old Simpson, for so long in the stupid teen pop culture, everybody was like, all your fans have to envision themselves with you and believe that they can be the one. Everybody from my record label to my father as my manager was like, don't get married. But when I got married, my career began. So see, that's what I was saying before, how they tell them like, it has to be a fantasy. So we can't show that you're in a relationship. But then this relationship ended up being the biggest thing that either of them could have imagined (laughs) at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not surprised like, I'm not surprised that they wouldn't want to kind of be trapped in that weird place of we can't show that we're dating or in a relationship. I remember when Brittany and Justin were huge and everybody knew that they were dating and stuff. But I feel like when I found out that they were dating, it was like, oh, they've been dating for like two years. Yeah. But I didn't really know. I think that they kind of kept that a secret too. Like, I don't remember them being an out thing that everybody really, truly knew because it was like, oh... Brittany and Justin, like, maybe are dating. Or, right. Or they heavily would be cute. speculated for a while. So once they came out about it, everyone was like, oh, okay, well, we kind of figured. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't like this where everyone knew for years that they were mm-hmm. together and followed them. It was kind of like, I feel like people started really paying attention to it at the end of the relationship almost. Yeah. Like, just, it wasn't that long that we had the Brittany and Justin fantasy. But it's fine because Brittany deserves better than him. True. And that also brought us that beautiful denim dress Mm -hmm. moment. (laughs) We're now going to get into our open book segment, which is obviously Jessica's incredible book. (laughs) Her gripping and in some ways tragic story of her life. Okay, what we're going to do in this segment is read along with her book as things happen in the show and happen in her life. So Jessica didn't say anything about this specific episode, but she did talk a little bit about the beginning of it and all of that. Okay, so one thing I think is funny is that there's this part that also relates to what we were just saying, which said, throughout that season, I did minimal makeup and let everyone know that yes, I can burp at the same volume as my singing voice, which is very, very loud. (laughs) And you try not to pass gas like crazy when you're on a strict protein diet. A girlfriend who was filming with me came completely done up in full makeup and was surprised when I farted in front of Nick. Have you heard him, I said? Besides, the only thing worth hiding from your man is receipts. I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of, but also I feel like I heard that so much when I was growing up from like female family members. Like they'd be like, oh, we just won't tell. Yeah, just don't tell dad. Yeah. Like, mm, I feel like I want the opposite. I feel like I would rather never fart in front of my husband, but tell him about everything that I spend because I'm not worried about yeah. that because I've married someone who's compatible to me. So, and also he, hopefully he'll know me. So he'll know that when I want to treat myself, I'm treating myself. Yeah. I mean, that's. If I mean, if money's really going to be that much big of an issue, just have separate bank accounts and have one for bills. And as long as you're both paying your bills, why does it really matter? Yeah. So I thought this was interesting because I wouldn't have guessed this. It says, 
I was fine being me and finally finding out who exactly that me was in a very public way, but I did have one blind spot. I wanted my marriage to look perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind if I looked dumb, but I wanted people to see the fairy tale in Nick, in us. I had the Instagram girlfriend syndrome before it was a thing, and I wanted the world to see my husband in the best light because I was hopelessly in love with him. But this was a reality show. The camera caught me hanging on his every word and him doting on me, but it also caught our struggles. How I would whine and how he would get mad at me over stuff that didn't matter. We covered this extensively in the last episode. (laughs) We're going to be covering that extensively in every episode. Yeah. He didn't want me to have a housekeeper come weekly. He hated that we ate out so much. And he didn't want to hire anybody to do home projects. He was frugal, but it wasn't about money. He always wanted to do everything on his own to prove he could. Typical man. And he held me to that same standard. And remember, that's what we were saying last episode, that it's fine if you want to be that way. Obviously, you should be who you are. But don't push it on Jessica. Right. Especially since, again, it's not like they were struggling and couldn't afford something and she was trying to live a lifestyle that they really couldn't obtain. Mm-hmm. Nick wanted me to be a housewife making all the meals, and I admit I went into that marriage hoping to be that way too. I was the girl who registered for everything at Williams and Sonoma thinking I'd be like my mom. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even home to unpack my house, let alone cook those meals. For most of the first year of my marriage, I was very aware that I was a mid-level celebrity still trying to pay off her wedding and not in a position to say no to any gigs. I would come home, go grocery shopping to try to be the normal wife that Nick wanted, and then leave again. When I returned two weeks later, the crew would get us in the kitchen with Nick complaining about the bread that got moldy and the salad that went bad because I'd bought them two weeks before. But if Nick acknowledged how much I was working... He would see that he wasn't, and he was too much of a hard worker to face that head on. The first real fight the cameras caught was about him decorating the house while I was away. So we'll get into that when we get to that, because there's kind of behind the scenes to that fight, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. (laughs) No, no. But I think it's good, like, she's acknowledging it, you know, like, Jessica wasn't just trying to, like, play it off, like, oh my gosh, like no, it was this fairy tale or like, oh, we had no idea and Mm -hmm. it was just perceived this way. And obviously it's called open book because she's just being completely open and honest about what was going on and about herself. She's not trying to paint herself as a victim either. She's like, no, like I contributed to this, but also like exactly what she said. Like, it's not fair that Nick was bitching at her for groceries being bad when she wasn't home for two weeks. Like, how is she supposed to be two places at once? Yeah. When you have the show business life, again, like this is something that it really, this episode really shows how many problems they do have because it's just another example of when you're in show business, you should know, you know, you should know that your spouse is going to have to interact with people in a sexual or romantic way. And you should know that your spouse is going to be away for weeks. And so they're not going to be on that cooking and cleaning household game. And, you know, if she's working for two weeks straight and, you know, living the fast-paced lifestyle that is the life of someone who not only has a career in show business but is famous and is in their prime and is, you know, probably – I mean, she said, you know, I'm a mid-level celebrity. She's probably hustling and, like, working her ass off. And then she comes home and she doesn't want to cook dinner probably. Right. She just wants to order in and that's completely fine. Yeah, because it's like, especially if she was gone for a while and it's like, okay, I just want to come home, rest and relax and spend time with my husband, who she probably hasn't seen in two weeks. 
yeah, that's not really that enticing to be like, oh, now I'm going to come home and be like belittled because I didn't cook or I let things go bad or whatever. Right. She has some interesting insight into her fame at this time and why she ended up doing so well, which is the fame was new, but it was also a new kind of fame. So she said before the show, they were used to getting I think I know you second glances in public. But then after the show, they couldn't walk a foot without five people coming up to them. So it says reality television knocked famous people off a pedestal. Girls felt like I had hung out with them in their living rooms. And when they saw me, they ran up to hug me like we were girlfriends. Couples identified so strongly with us. A man came up to Nick and me early on, pointing to a shy woman at his side who looked nothing like me. I'm married to a Jessica, he said. She can say the dumbest things, too. I looked at her and took her hand. Like I do, right? We smiled at each other and laughed. Yes, she said. It was little moments like that where I was in on the joke and invited others into that made me feel powerful. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting that she said that moment made her feel powerful. Yeah. Because a stranger's coming up and saying, oh, my wife says the dumbest things, too. Right, which you'd think she'd take that as an insult. But she's just like, <laughs> no, like, she's just being herself and... It might not necessarily be dumb, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, if it caught him off guard, like it did with the Nick and the chicken tuna thing, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it might, he might feel like that was dumb, but it's just like, no, like, it was just a question, and it's just, she feels like, okay, like, I see a little bit of myself in you, and that's kind of something Jessica was striving for, because Nick wanted her to be normal. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people, when they saw the show, thought, oh, this is what marriage is like, you know? It, yeah. It's tough, we're pickering every day, all this kind of stuff. Or if people thought, ooh, you know, that's... I mean, probably somewhere in between. I think in between. You know? So she also said, people who had dismissed me as a Britney bot now heard me in a different way. Being the butt of the joke ironically gave my music credibility. I was the girl who burped, but hey, did you hear her singing to herself right after? There was no auto-tune in my kitchen. It turned out that I had an amazing voice. So it's funny for her to say that here because, I mean, it it makes me really sad if she thinks people didn't acknowledge her voice before this. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, to me, that was the biggest thing about Jessica was that she had that booming voice. As we were saying before, that clip I posted on the Instagram, if you haven't seen it, Watch it 86 times. (laughs) Yeah. So good. It actually gives me chills. Like when she sings I Want to Love You Forever live, I've watched like every live performance of that on YouTube and it every single time just gives me, you know, it's just like gives me chills every time. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's all that I wanted to read for this episode. So that'll do it for our open book segment. So it's time to jump into the YouTube comments, which... I love the YouTube comments. They are not gentle. <laughs> um, SH says, this is why I don't trust men. Everyone, I'm um, sorry, even someone is drop dead gorgeous as Jessica. Nick is foaming at the mouth to stare at other women for hours. Yes, so there's that part in the episode, it's so awkward, where Nick is like in the middle of saying something, and he's he's like sitting down leaning against the mirror, and then a dancer walks by, and you just see like, it's like in a movie, like you just see him, his jaw drop, and he just like stares at her and, uh, you know, stays with her as she walks across the room, and he looks so like, he just, he looks so aghast. 
He's yeah. just so, oh my God, like what a hot girl, I guess. Yeah, which I don't know. brings me to the next comment that made me smile. Sally Versace says, it amuses me that Jessica didn't want Nick around all those women in lingerie when she was without a doubt the best looking one there. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, of course, she would be the best looking person in most situations. Right. You know? And then <laughs> Eternal Destiny left us a very... <laughs> He, he, he. His solo <laughs> career sucked. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I have one from Tanya who says the same thing I said last episode, which is she was the only celebrity who looked more beautiful without makeup. I True, agree. honestly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Someone's just like, Nick's a narcissist. Oh my gosh, someone says that fart with a whole bunch of crying emojis. Oh, so Sarah... Sanusi said it's like taking your wife to a strip club mm. I, w- I wouldn't say it's that far but I mean it is his job he yeah. didn't have to do it in this specific way but the thing that makes me mad about this though is not it's because Nick like I said before he's not creative so he's doing this shitty meaningless video if it was if he had written a good song mm-hmm. and it was about him being in love or something and he didn't want Jessica in the video for whatever reason and he had to have a love interest or whatever even if it was just a sexual song or whatever and he had to be with another girl and it was a good song and it was you know truly something interesting and creative and whatever then I would feel more like okay you do you this is your art you're amazing and I just want you to do what you need to do. But this is so stupid that I think Jessica feels like, why do you have to do this? This is not, it's not like this is his art from the bottom of his soul that he just needs to do. It's just this dumb, it's a thing. Like when we take our clothes off, the world stops bullshit. Yeah. And especially since like, I don't think Nick toured for this. So it's not like, oh, this is part (laughs) of the tour choreography that's going to happen every single night for months on end. Like, it's for the music video that they're doing up for a couple hours in this one performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bubbles Bunny said, this is the industry they both signed up for. Jessica has no reason to be upset. Jealousy is normal. But again, this is the career they signed up for. Trust is key. And I agree with that completely. Yeah. Ashley D said, I feel like if you're going to do dance moves like that, you should do things to make your woman feel better. Not that he has to baby her, but I think definitely... In the past, when I've had to do romantic scenes or whatever, I definitely was more lovey on my boyfriend in that scenario, you know? Yeah. Because it's just, it is weird. It is such a weird part of being in show business to only be intimate with, you know, if you're in a serious relationship, you're intimate with one person. And then having some other person kind of like invade that, not invade because it's obviously all planned and you know what's happening ahead of time but it is weird like it always felt weird to me because I was like I just want to be with you but I have to do this because I'm an actor I don't know I I I just feel like he he could have been more lovey on Jessica but at the same time she could have been more of a grown-up about it you know because like I said it's kind of my personal feelings like I might have gotten a little jealous but I wouldn't be like pouty and be like oh well you know you were with those girls all day whatever like i'd kind of just i guess push the energy energy towards something more like productive Mm -hmm. like okay you were with those girls all day but like hey i was home so i made you your favorite dinner or like just kind of doing something where it's just kind of like let's bond together Mm -hmm. you know yeah 
I think also to Nick's credit, he wasn't, I didn't think at all that he was wanting to cheat or was interested no, in these I girls at all. So. I mean, he didn't seem, yeah, there was that one girl that he kind of like, his jaw kind of dropped and he was staring at her. But I mean, that's more like look but don't touch kind of stuff. Right. I get that that's going to happen from time to time with anyone really you know we all see people that were like damn but then we go back to our significant others you know and yeah I don't think he was planning on spending more time with any of those women at all and I think Jessica knows that but like I said I do kind of feel like this episode was more of a setup yeah so Ari Ball says, I like how his drums say Jessica Simpson. Love that. <laughs> Which is what I had said before. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I just think that's really funny that he doesn't even have his own drum. No. He doesn't have his drum own drum set. Yeah. Like someone said, another thing is, why does Nick do the same dance move over and over? LOL. I see nothing new at all. Oh my God. I was just, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at that one too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, she's me. I'm just like, mm. and then the one, so then it says Nikki B7791 says, mm-hmm. damn, if only they hadn't done reality TV, had they just lived their lives as normal as possible, they'd probably be together. So that's a good question, right? Do you think that that's true? Would they still be together if they, it's hard to say because they never would have met if they weren't in show business. That's how they met. Right. I mean, yeah, there's no, if they weren't in show business. I don't think so. Say, okay, here's this. Here's a what if scenario. What if Nick was performing at what was the place he worked? Oh, King's Dominion. King's Dominion. What if he was performing there? Mm-hmm. Jessica's father, you know, was doing a new youth group in Ohio. They moved there. Right. Jessica shows up at King's Dominion. Oh, I heard I they're singers. I don't think they would stay together, though, just for the fact of like, Okay, now what we're doing is just, like, taking away, let's say, like, 80% of their money. Nick's gonna... <laughs> no, but really. So, Nick's still going to want to be more frugal. And, like, not that Jessica is just blowing all of her money. But, like, if she's already lived a comfortable certain lifestyle and Nick still wants to be a bit more just traditional. But she kind of doesn't want want that. Where, like, maybe... If it wasn't her necessarily singing, but let's say she did something like medical and she's working long hours as a nurse and then Mm -hmm. Nick's kind of like, oh, well, you were working like a 12 hour shift, but like make me dinner. It's funny how you, you mentioned nurse. Cause I remember I used to watch John and Kate plus eight. Mm -hmm. Like I loved it at the time. I was just thought it was so entertaining and interesting. And I remember once they got divorced I saw this several times. People would always ask Kate, you know, don't you think, why didn't you just stop doing the show? Don't you think that you would have stayed with your husband if you guys didn't become famous and you weren't all over the tabloids and all that kind of stuff? And she said no. She said, I actually feel like we would have gotten divorced sooner because the stress of I'm a nurse, I'm working around the clock, he's he's working, I forget, I think he does something with computers, like he's working around the clock too, I think, and plus eight kids, I think that would have ended us sooner, I think the fact that we had a more comfortable lifestyle, we had money coming in, we could make money just out of our home filming, that actually worked for our relationship, it was just that we were too different, and I feel like as much as there is you know, when you're famous, yes, there is more options. There's more right. temptation. There's people that you know, you know, there's fans that kind of throw themselves at you no matter, you know, if 
what gender you are and all that kind of stuff. I do feel like there's a lot of stuff about a celebrity lifestyle that actually makes things easier. Yeah. Because like we were saying, if they were a, if they were broke or even like you're saying 80% less rich than they are, right. it would have been a much more serious conversation of we can't get a maid. Yeah. You know, like you better do this because <laughs> I'm at my, you know, I'm, I'm with my freaking dancers all day <laughs> and I, and I need someone to put food on the table when I come home. Yeah. So it's, I just feel like at the end of the day, I feel like they would have been having the same issues at their core. Maybe not necessarily about getting a maid or Jessica spending $700 on underwear. Mm-hmm. But about different things like maybe she just bought herself a purse from the department store that wasn't on super clearance and now Nick's mad about that Mm -hmm. like I I just could easily see that or you know or like let's say she got a puppy without telling him first then he's like oh well you spent all this money on a puppy and like I can't watch the dog and you're working like overnight shift who's gonna train the dog and now we have to take the dog to the vet and all these things and get it all at shots and get it food and pay f- to get it trained or like we have to try and invest the time to get it trained and now the dog's peeing everywhere like it's yeah I just feel like at their core it would have it just wouldn't have worked yeah because that day-to-day life stuff I feel like that's more what breaks people up than oh my gosh this huge thing happened and he cheated or whatever you know because it's that it's those little things it's like if the dog does go inside the house right are you do you have someone next to you that's gonna laugh at it with you and you know do you have someone with you who's gonna jump up at the same time that you jump up to go clean it or are you with someone who's gonna sit there and wait for you to do it yeah i'm like oh it's your turn now yeah i mean same thing with friendships and even even with work if you're doing it with someone that you love and get along with it doesn't really matter what your situation is no you know like I've had jobs before where the people I was working with I loved them so much that I swear I could have been you know working construction or something really Mm -hmm. laborious and as long as they were there it's so much easier but then you could have the best job in the world and if you hate the people around you and they're treating you unfairly it's like I have to quit it's kind of the same thing with relationships you know 100 percent, i 100 percent, i agree with that <laughs> so we have um a lot more people we have dead saying mm. his song sucks lol it sounds too 90s even for that time wow which it was 2003 so we were past 90s and we were not in the 90s resurgence yet no <laughs> bianca Two blue says what's up with the girls whipping his shirt open at the end of the performance that was a cheesy move haha lol I agree. I'm always confused when people feel the need to write both haha and lol. Yeah, that's it's kind of overkill. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is haha lol. I mean, very rare is something haha lol. Most of the time things are just haha or they're just lol in my right. opinion. Obsidian C says, I think Nick's performance with the dancers ended up looking kind of trashy. I think they thought that they were going for sexy, but it ended up looking kind of low budget and gimmicky. Same for the music video. Nick is always trying to show off his chest because he thinks it's an act. An asset. Compared to Enrique Iglesias' video from around the same time, sexy in a way that doesn't turn off straight men. There's a double standard. Women can be sexy for men, but if men are too sexy for women, then they feel emasculated. Not fair, but it determines how much money is made. So that's interesting. Is he talking about the hero video? With I think so. Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. Because that was super hot. They both looked so hot in it. I'm pretty sure that's what he's talking about, because I remember that song actually came out 
in 2001. Oh, it did? Yeah, but that could still be it because I don't think he had that many other big singles from that album. He did, but I can't remember. I wasn't the biggest fan of him. Yeah, I know like a couple of his songs, but I can't be like, oh no, it was probably this music video. There was one called Addicted that came out in 2003. Don't remember that one. I'm trying to think, wasn't he, or maybe he's still dating Anna... Anna Karnakova, the tennis player. I think they're still together. Yeah. So maybe it's the one, I don't know what the music video was, but I know there's one of them together. Like that was like how they met. Maybe it was that one. Oh, there was Bailamos. It might have been that one. Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> now that one was 98. That oh, was so really early on. So that definitely okay. wasn't it. Well, this has been the Enrique Iglesias podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so NZ Chicky says, Aren't they singing for the troops? Why would they want to see a shirtless Nick Lachey? Too cheesy. Yeah. Um, excuse me. This was still when Don't Ask, Don't Tell was in power. So there could have been some people very excited. To Actually, Nick that's Lachey. a very valid point. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, gotta let the gays have some fun too, okay? That's true. Someone said, is that his signature move, him picking her up all the time? <laughs> so glad they ended it they were miserable like, well i wouldn't say miserable but like oh yeah someone said lindsey saunders said okay can i just say how inappropriate it is for him to be in the room getting dressed with the dancers like what the fuck yeah i noticed that too not he's he's in there for like a brief period of time but why it's unnecessary maybe they my guess is that they brought him in to maybe approve their that might be wardrobe because yeah. that would make sense like if Larry was there at the time, they would just went in and was like, hey, like, you know, we toned down the dancing. Do you think this is too much for the outfits? Or mm-hmm. too little, I should say. Yeah. I'm trying to find, like, better ones. They're all kind of like, Nick's a giant turd. And <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to find more comments, but all the comments are just, you know, saying that Nick and his song sucks. Yeah. That's our mood anyway. But... We don't need to read you 800 of those comments. No, we don't. No. So, yes, that is going to do it for our... The Dancers episode. The Dancers episode. If you have any questions, comments, want to drop us a line, please email us Tell at, us what your favorite moment was. Tell us your favorite moment and also talk to us about how excited you are that we are not going to have Donald Trump as president anymore because we are so excited. We cannot wait until January 20th. Yes. The hell will be over. <laughs> and then we can finally, you know, we can spend more time thinking about... Ashley Simpson. And Jessica. And Jessica. I'm sorry for people that are more of Ashley fans. You didn't get a lot of Ashley this episode, but don't worry because we're going to have more Ashley coming up. We're trying to do everything in chronological order because that's what you guys voted for. Yeah, that's what was our plan originally, but just wanted to be sure we want to keep the people happy. Yeah, we put up a poll on our Instagram saying, would you rather us alternate between Ashley and Jessica stuff or do chronological order which chronological would have jessica's first so we are gonna have a little bit of ashley here and there so don't worry oh and don't you worry because i'm i just love (laughs) ashley so much so like yeah it's fun just re-watching this and reliving it but once we get to ashley oh my goodness i'm not gonna stop talking right and then of course when we do ashley simpson show it'll be very ashley heavy and not a lot of Jessica, but we'll still bring her in from time to time because we love our Jess. We do. So please send us an email if you feel like talking at Ashley and Jessica's at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Ashley and Jessica's 
and on Twitter at Ashley Jessicast and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, send us your favorite gifts of either <laughs> Ashley or Jessica on Twitter. Like, just engage with us. Like, we are excited to hear from you. Like, like I said, my little blunder about the free city sweatsuits. I was not mad. I was a little embarrassed because I just <laughs> did, could not connect the dots at the time. But it, I was just good. like, yeah. But I was just really excited. Like, oh my gosh, like we're talking to you guys. You mm-hmm. know, it's hopefully our episode. The first one will be up. And I don't even know when, but whenever you guys hear it, like we just can't wait to engage with you more and be able to like talk about things in more depth. And And our next episode of Newlyweds that we're covering is Nick and Jessica go camping. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait for this episode. Yes, this episode. I'm going to have some shit to say. What about you? Oh, I am. I'm going to make sure I have my big sweatshirt and headband ready. Oh my God. Yes, and we're going to put all our food away, make sure the bears can't get to it, so prepare for that, and send us your camping stories. Yeah. And if you have any questions for us that you want us to read on air, send us that too, because we are going to have Q&As eventually. Jessica and Ashley related are just, if you, you know, want to ask about our private lives, like whatever. Ask me my thoughts, because I have thoughts on everything. I'm very loud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. You'll hear from us really soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ashley and Jessica cast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And make sure you tell all of your friends who still cannot stop playing autobiography. We feel that. Follow us on Instagram at Ashley and Jessicast, on Twitter at Ashley Jessicast, and send us an email at Ashley and Jessicast at gmail.com.